0: hello and welcome to between the stammers podcast my name is art aronson i'm here with my co-host cohort, caleb kirby between the
1: stammers
0: (laughs) Uh, we just recently got back from boston so uh, caleb kirby continues to act like he is in the irish mob you betcha and it's a lot of fun isn't it it is a lot of fun they have a lot of fun in boston oh man
1: they go crazy the monster the
0: monster anyway hopefully we have some cool uh intro music and intro for this podcast later we're asking our creative team to get on it uh they're taking a long damn time
1: though yeah they're lazy bastards
0: yeah so on this podcast uh we talk about pretty much everything uh we're going to start first with the vancouver canucks uh, the nhl preseason is winding down here the canucks uh they haven't uh, done so well in their preseason so far. They're one in five. They're coming off a six nothing shutout loss to the L.A. Kings. Uh, Caleb Edmonton. Kirby, uh, sorry, the, the Edmonton Oilers. Sorry. Uh, before that, they lost to the L.A. Kings. Yes, four one or in Salt Lake City. That's right. That's the one I was thinking. I don't about. really count that one though. Do you? Mm, I mean, none of these really count.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, like especially that one though. Like the ice was crap. The nets went off like a thousand times. It was just—it uh, just wasn't that good of a game.
0: I know that you watched every second of every single preseason game so far. <laughs> I have. So you were the first person I wanted to talk to when we talked about the Vancouver Canucks. A lot of question marks going into this preseason as uh, the. Old guard, well, I guess you could say they're done and out of the building here with uh, Henrik and Daniel Sedin, who were the leaders of the team out this year. A lot of, uh, f- I mean, fresh, f- fresh faces, uh, a lot of young guys coming in to take some of those leadership roles. Uh, what have you seen so far? What's struck you so far, uh, going over these first six games well, so far? it's
1: funny because like two weeks ago, it was nothing but excitement, and already it's turned to misery. I think for a lot of people. I'm still a little optimistic, though, to be honest with you. Of course, you are. I, uh, you know, I think Pedersen is all world. He's gonna be just an absolute stud.
0: You're that guy hanging off the cliff by a string, and you're like,
1: <laughs> still there. I am that guy hanging off the cliff by the, by a string, and it's because of the defense, man. That defense is killing me. It's killing me. I,
0: I mean, I uh, tweeted out today that uh, Canucks uh, tank tank fans you know who you are I'm not one of them
1: you guys are jerks Caleb
0: no one one likes you Uh, they should be happy because clearly management had no interest in winning this year by going into this season with this defense core Um, let's look at uh, the lineup they had for last night's uh, last night's preseason game the one where they were uh, absolutely demolished by the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, this is this was a starting lineup. They had uh, Hutton playing with Taneb, Del Zotto playing with Gabranson, Eric Gebranson, uh Derek Pouliot playing with Troy Stetcher. Um, so not in that uh, core we didn't have Alex Edler, but I think pretty much that's going to be what our defense is going to look like at a, with just the addition of Edler. Uh, only you in the mix as well. I don't know if he makes the team. What are you, where are you seeing? This is a dumpster fire of a defense. If you ask me, I've like, I mean, it's not any better than last year. Is it, is it worse? I don't know if it's worse, but yeah. it's completely the same. The Th- one that allowed, like, I don't know, what, what were they like? Second but, most goals last year. They but allowed? here's the
1: thing. Here's the thing about this is you, had the back surgery this summer. So he's behind. Right? I was saying, like, you know, during the summer, I was like, if Ulevi doesn't make this team, I'm going to be super disappointed. He should make the team. And... Has he made the I, team? No. He's not going to make the team. No. <laughs> yeah. He's not making the team out of camp. No. Nope. Not uh, not out of preseason. Like, there's no way. Is he going to take Derek Pugliot's spot there? No. Pouliot and Hutton are probably going to be rotating in. Alex bieg is also another guy yeah, that's in the mix. He's, He's they like him. They like him. Why He's do not they doing like him? Anything. He's not I think Yu will make a jump barring injury. Right? Barring injury at the beginning of this season, I think we'll probably see Yu up here from Utica before Biega. Caleb is
0: banging his thumb against the table. He wants you on this team.
1: I I do. Like uh, I mean <sighs> The thing about him is he's act—he's a really smart player. He makes good passes. He's not flashy, but he's good at moving the puck through the neutral zone.
0: I think a lot of uh, Canucks fans just kind of wrote him off. He's not,
1: he's not a bad skater. I know. People are writing him off too quickly, right? He was and, the fifth
0: overall pick, what, two years ago?
1: Yeah. And, and people look at people look at defensemen. Well, I guess three now if you're talking about, um, you know, Quinn Hughes this year, Patterson the year before, and then you, Levy. But, like, Some of the best defensemen, when you don't notice them, they're playing a whale of a game, you know? And I think Ulevi's that kind of guy. He's not the flashiest guy in the world, but he'll make a nice breakout pass. He's smart with the puck. He's a good skater. He's
0: not going to be an offensive force in this league.
1: No, he's not going to be an offensive force in this league, and the Canucks need that badly. But, I mean, that's what Quinn Hughes is for, baby.
0: No, right. let, okay, let's get into Quinn Hughes. No, no, Should- no. Hold on, hold
1: on. I, I'm not done with you, Levy. The thing, <laughs> the thing about you, Levy. Is Who cares about you, Levy? We need to see this kid in this lineup as a fixture before the end of this season. He needs to take somebody's job, or I think most people, like in Canucks Nation, is going to consider him a bust. You know, if you can't take a guy, like no offense to Pouliot, he's had a pretty rough showing this preseason. But like, he was really bad at the end of last year too. I there thought. are. Spots just waiting to be taken on this blue line. And you, Levy has to take a spot. It doesn't matter who it is. Mm. He's got to step up. He's got to step in there. You know, what's funny is I I think out of all the D men so far in this preseason, I'd probably say, I think Hutton has played the best.
0: I've heard you say that. I, I
1: do. And he's made some gaffes and you can tell when he's made the gaffes, he just tightens up on his stick and he's yeah. harder on himself. And then he just makes more because he was in the doghouse going into the end of the season and I think that's there mentally with him but I mean what? last he's, year he's been good on
0: the line I heard a lot of whispers about him partying a little too much didn't come into camp completely ready to play and it showed all to all year he was like he was swimming uphill right so this year he obviously wants to make a better impression in camp and be you know a guy that can be counted on all year you think he's done enough in preseason to earn a spot in the top four on this team. Oh my about, god! I don't
1: know about the top four. Oh my god! That's how bad this. I don't fucking know about the top is. four. I don't know about the top four. I honestly don't. This is a I think Del Like they're way too high on Del for some reason. I don't think he is should be in the top four either. I'd rather have Hutton there. You know, Stetcher is Stetcher. Stetcher puts the effort in pretty much night in, night out. He just doesn't have some of the tools that the other guys have.
0: He can at least make a stick to stick pass.
1: And then there's Tanov and other. I know, Good Branson, like the guy passes in people's skates almost every time. He's big. That's what we're paying for, is just. He got a size. raise in the offseason.
0: I know. He it's got a like, raise. Yeah. Who gives a guy a raise off of, like, a big injury, too, a back
1: injury? They knew he had a back problem. It's kind of Benning, though, like rolling the dice on Good Branson. I think he's so far down that well with Good Branson that if he turned around, people would just crucify him, right? So he had to double down on Good Branson for what he got rid of him for and how highly he talked about him. And everybody just hopes he's right. I mean, yeah, they traded Jared is, like, McCann he's a character for him. guy. People like him in interviews. He's good for the room, which I can't, st- I can't stand that term. <laughs> oh, he's good in the room. Everybody. Oh, really? How is he on the ice? Does he pass it into people's skates? Is he huge but doesn't hit to make a play or take a hit to make a play? Like, what are you doing?
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Anyways, the D isn't going to be good this year. No. <laughs> I'd like to see you, Alevi, make the jump. Um. Yeah.
0: I. I just. I. It. It blows me away that they didn't bring another couple of veterans that can play. There were guys out there. Or a PTO.
1: Yeah. Right. We were talking about this. Toby Enstrom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. He had a shit year with Winnipeg. Yeah. But throw he, him out on a PTO. The kid could Like. He's not a kid. The guy can skate. He
0: could still. be. He could be a top four guy on this team. I know.
1: I know the the lack of PTOS there. Kind of bugs me. I know they wanted to see what they had, in guys like Breezebois and Chatfield. All right, I want to still but. continue
0: with the defense player defense a little bit. Uh, Quinn Hughes, which is one of the few things that are keeping the uh, keeping the Canucks fans like sane on the back end, saying, "Oh, let's just wait for Quinn Hughes to come." Should he <laughs> have been on this team this
1: year? Well, you know it's funny now is after just sucking in the preseason. People are already saying suck for Jack. He's his brother, <laughs> you know, on for it. But uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I think it's okay that he's still down in college. I think he's going to light it up. I don't think it's going to hurt his development at all. I know, you know, like for fans, yeah, we would have been super excited to see him. and And he probably would have made – he's so good, he probably would have made the players playing with him on that blue line better. You know, because he's so quick with the puck. He's such a good skater that he opens up room. And any of those guys on this team, especially on that blue line, that can open up room and work the blue line to get shots through, they're like, we need that. We need that so bad.
0: Yeah. You I know? mean, physically, maybe that's why he was kept down there. He could be get a little stronger. But I, 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 I think you can do that and be at the NHL level. You can, you know, work out and be at the NHL level. So.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I didn't like that. I, I don't know. Just part saying. of it too is like his team is going to be really good this year. He has another chance to play at the the World Juniors. There's, I think, there's a lot of factors that go into it with him. Um, I would have definitely liked to have seen him suit up, but I get it. That
0: World Junior you know? team, that USA team, is going to be
1: fantastic. This I know, year. and we get a game here.
0: We get USA Finland here. Yeah, we, uh, we are uh, doing this podcast live from Victoria. Saanich, actually. We're in Saanich here. <laughs> Sandwich. <laughs> Sandwich, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we get to uh, see uh, a few of those games as it's a joint uh, World Junior Championship between Victoria and uh, Vancouver. Again, uh, Getting back to the Canucks, uh, let's go to the forwards now. Um, anything that stuck out to you a uh, lot, Elias Patterson, clearly he's stud. the talk of camp.
1: Absolute stud. Yeah, he's-, he's gonna he's gonna light it up. That power play is gonna light it up too. I know like people are a little worried now because, you know, Brock has been missing and not finding the net. I don't think it's gonna matter. I think Horvat's gonna be an absolute beast down low and he's gonna benefit a lot from having Besser and Pedersen on either flank. He's not only gonna eat garbage, but he's gonna be left open. I like Barchi's look. On that power play, I think you need a guy like that to work with Horvat to retrieve pucks. I don't know who they're going to put up there as your defensive pivot. You know, you could probably put Edler there. I mean, I think Canucks Nation was a little upset with Edler a few times last year because of the lack of passing to Besser. He looks him off quite a bit. You I mean
0: don't... the famous Edler not passing to Brock Besser yeah. when he's wide uh, open on the power play?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's it's annoying, right? I brock's got like one of the best shots in the league and he looks them off all the time and i get it like you know he's gonna get defended more this year but brock he's one of the he's a class of the league too he he probably would have won the calder last year if he didn't get hurt
0: listen i i'll say this about the canucks forwards they have guys that can uh light it up offensively are they going to be able to get the puck though like seriously they're going to have to work so hard they're going to have to play 100 foot games to, to score goals because the defense just can't I mean, get them 200 the feet 200 feet there we go sure
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i think the thing is is um you know like this is why we brought in all those grinders i think this was the plan is those guys get the hard minutes the defensive zone starts those defensive zone face offs and then when you do get an offensive zone face off you throw at the guys with the talent. And you throw out the guys, you know, on a shift change when they get that puck in deep or, or whatever. I think that's the plan. It hasn't looked that good in preseason, but well, I think part Horvath, of that. Is, is
0: Horvat and Pettersson, like, are they good enough in the draw for this?
1: I think Horvat is. Pettersson's got some work to do, but you yeah. know what? It's good that they're throwing him in at center. It shows that they're going to be patient, you know?
0: Um, while we talk about the forwards, a guy who should be, uh, top-line guy, you know, at least in the top six. Louis Erickson, he's in the, I guess, third year now of this. Nope. No. I disagree. He's in the third year. Listen, we're going to get to what you think about <laughs> Louis Erickson. I just wanted to put out the facts about Louis Erickson. Um, he has spent... Oh, I, wish I, I thought I had more uh, stats on him, but he only has, like, 50, 51 points, I think. or No, no, sorry. Like, 47 points. In over a hundred games, that he's, he's been with the Canucks so far over
1: two he, years. He's, he, I think, he's played eighty-two games. Has he not? Ah. Like eighty-two regular season games. I feel like was the number because, I, I th- okay, it's, that's semantics. So he yeah. doesn't,
0: he doesn't have
1: a lot of points. Whatever it's, it is, it stands out to me just because it only. 20, 20, he's only scored twenty-two.
0: He's only played. He only has twenty-one goals in two years. Yeah, I know. He's.
1: he's he shouldn't uh, be in the
0: top. He's six. he's getting top line minutes, he's but he co- shouldn't. He's going to. He has to. He. I just, he shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, here's a quote from him. It's been a tough. It's been tough these two years. I've been hurt a lot. Then to find a role in the team, it's been tough too. I was supposed to play with the Sedins. We played together a few games, and I thought we played well, but we didn't produce. It's been tough. Well, he did score to- that goal
1: on his own net in the first
0: game that uh, is very telling to have how it's gone so far for Louis Erickson. Uh the very first shift he scored on his own net uh, it's been tough going through different lines the whole season It's much easier when you find one line to play with and feel like someone believes in you uh, these sounds like a lot of excuses uh what do you what do you think they do with Lou what do you think they should do with Luke that guy is because on- that's one of the big eh,
1: that's one of the big questions Mark's going to this that day, guy is season. pacing for less points per game than Mark Messier when we had Mark Messier He is. Yeah, he's a colossal bust. He's
0: He's going into the third year of a thirty-six million dollar. Yeah. When this
1: contract is is over and done with, I think people will lump him in with that Messier as like two of the worst contracts the Canucks have ever signed. Period.
0: Now, if he has a good year this year, I mean he's he's not halfway through. He's not even halfway through this contract yet. Why
1: Why would you put that guy in your top six now? You know what you have in him. You know he's on the. You think the, so? You know you know that. Yeah, he's on the downturn. He's had two years to prove what what he is. You you
0: don't you don't take account into injuries.
1: Nope, I you don't. don't. You I don't know, because he's he's had more than enough time to prove what he can do, and he's played with world class players, and he still hasn't done anything. What do, he played with when he was playing. can I he, have world class. players? He played with the Sedin's, and that's why they brought him in there. It was because him. Daniel and Henrik lit it up at the, what was it, the World Championship or whatever they called it, that one that they made up because they weren't in the Olympics. That's right. Yeah. They were playing there. They ripped it up. He comes here, and he's just been a colossal bust ever since. Why would you give him a spot in the top six when you have guys like Goldobin and Leipzig, you know, even Vertanen, who should should get a shot over Louis for that top six role.
0: I just think that He's in the mix for it.
1: I don't. He has I don't. to be. He has to be, I, I has to be in the mix for it. I wouldn't put... Dude, I would put Marcus, Marcus Granlin. I would. I would put Marcus Granlin. Marcus Grazlin's shown me nothing,
0: by the way, this preseason.
1: Nothing. I think he's been solid. Mm. Checking. Checking
0: forward. That's it.
1: I don't know, man. He scored 20 goals two seasons ago. Yeah. Well, what have you done for me lately? Well, last year he was in a checking role. All That's right. all he was. All I right. think he's got more offensive flash than people give him credit for. Mm-hmm. I think he's... That year him and Louis were both on the team. And he he did better than Louis.
0: I think he gave Louis Erickson uh he's gonna be a he's gonna be in he's gonna be uh one of the guys uh fighting for a spot in the top six. I think I think you just have to do I it.
1: I, I completely disagree. I think you said I'm him, not you, saying
0: give it to him. I'm saying him he's, he's gonna be six. he's gonna be fighting for a spot think, in the top I, six. Well look
1: who's all gonna be fighting for a spot in the top six. You know, you got Sam Gagne in there? We know what we have in here. Your
0: your pencil. You're putting in Penn, Pedersen, Horvat, er, uh, Petterson, Horvat, and Besser. Right, those three guys will be Pedersen,
1: Horvat, and Besser. Are automatics. Automatics.
0: Berchi. Um, he sounds he's like he's, an automatic. He's looking like an automatic. So everything after that, to me, there's no automatic.
1: art right, Everybody four, else is fighting. That's four guys. Yeah. There's two centers there. Yeah. Right. With yeah. Horvat and Pedersen. Yeah, so there's two spots. So you have Leipzig, you have Goldobin, you have Vertanen, and you have right? Louis. Erickson. You have Gagne, and you have Louis Erickson. Yeah. That's a logjam.
0: Those guys are fighting for and a top spot. Out of the, all the, the guys that have
1: been there, who deserves it the most out of those guys? I don't know. I'd say Leipzig, by far and away right Leighton. now. I don't think any of them deserve it. I think that's it's
0: going to be a fight.
1: I I just think like Leipzig is shown what he can do in the preseason he mucks it up on the boards he's got skill right louis is a a vet he's supposed to come into training camp grinding for a spot he hasn't shown anything he dogged his ass yesterday in the game against edmonton which resulted in the first goal against you know six nothing by the way last night against edmonton yeah blowout but the first two periods that the Canucks played weren't that bad. It all fell apart in the, th- in the third. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, a big part of that is because Nielsen's in net. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, yeah. But I I think they're more competitive than that score indicates.
0: Before we get into goaltending, uh, a couple of guys that are on the fringe, I think, for making this team, uh, Adam
1: Gaudette. He's, he's going back to Utica. Um,
0: and that's
1: not a bad thing for him.
0: Uh, what about uh, I guess Mott? He's on. He's he's. I don't know. He's just a top. <laughs> the, he's thing the, about, the thing about guy.
1: Mott is he's probably showed the best out of you know that whole bottom six, but he's just not going to be there due to the signings, right? Schaller is going to get the spot over Mott, and and Mott he he doesn't have to clear waivers. He's one game away, one professional game away from. Um, having to clear waivers, so I mean, to me, they're gonna send him down despite his effort, and he's, dude, he's put in a great effort.
0: I'll tell you, the Canucks have a hell of a bottom, a bottom six here. Like these guys are all real, real journeyman grinders. Antoine Roussel, what do you when when, when is he supposed to be back?
1: I'm worried about that guy, man. You Already. got a concussion in the summer. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Coming to a new team. That's classic Canucks right there. That's classic Canuck.
0: Uh Brandon Sutter, I think it's clear he's not a top six forward. He has to be a third, fourth
1: line you guy. You know what pisses me off about Sutter is... Everything? No, not everything. He, he, man, he's got a good shot. He's a black hole when it comes to playmaking. They're going to stick Vertanen with Sutter. I guarantee it. And I, I'd just rather see Vertanen just at least get a look with a guy who's as creative as Pedersen just to see what we can do. Yeah. What he can do, he's a, Vertanen is such a good north-south player in a way. Have you liked his when it comes preseason? To, his camp? No, I haven't. I think he's coasted a little bit, but he's a good player in establishing the zone. He's good through the neutral zone, and that guy comes into the opposing zone with the puck on his stick all the time. He's probably the best Kanak at gaining the zone, right? He's just got to play with people that are offensively gifted, not guys like Sutter. You know, Sutter has a place on this team for sure. I mean, people think Kim and Beagle are redundant, but what if one of those guys gets hurt? It's good depth. I think this team is deeper than they were last year. But yeah, I don't know, man. I I do not want to see that guy with Sutter this year.
0: Um, I think uh goaltending that's what's we're going to come up next here because we were talking about uh, Anders Nielsen. Probably, in my opinion, it's the second biggest problem on this team.
1: Yeah, D first uh, and then and then goaltending.
0: Yeah, who? Uh, it's clearly Markstrom's the number one guy and he's like maybe, I was speaking with someone about this today, he's maybe like the 28th or 29th best goaltender in the NHL. Would you agree with that?
1: That's not a bad assessment. I'd yeah. say that's somewhat fair. Yeah. That's like right smack dab in the middle when you consider everybody. I, you know what? I think Markstrom could improve this year. Really. He he finished last year pretty strong. And I think he could improve to a little bit higher up. I don't think he's going to be otherworldly or anything at this point. But, man, like talk about a dumpster fire
0: Uh, backing him up yeah so you got Markstrom and then you got Anders Nilsson and Thatcher Demko Demko hasn't had a great preseason uh do you uh, and and well none of them have and none of them have but looking at looking at Nilsson's contract I think it's pretty clear he's the backup goalie. it it
1: sucks there's no
0: I hate Anders Nilsson you hate
1: Anders Nilsson I know you hate Anders uh, It drives me crazy but there's no point in putting a guy like Demko behind Markstrom if Demko is not going to get the reps, right? Think so? If Demko is ready to step but up he's already and challenge, shown- if he's ready to st- sorry, if he's ready to step up and challenge um, Markstrom for that number 1 job, which he hasn't shown, then put him in Utica. This Utica thing, this isn't a death sentence for these guys. It's not a death sentence for guys who are excited about like Jonathan Dahlen, Adam Gaudet, Ole levy Thatcher Demko, it's not a death sentence. They go down there, they play, they get games under their belt, they get reps under their belt. It's a great league, you know. Even and for then,
0: a guy like Thatcher Demko, though, who has who, who has shown he, he he can rip up
1: that league. Yeah, 100%. He, he hasn't shown he can do it consistently. He hasn't been consistent throughout an Well, he was season. an AHL
0: All-Star last he year. He was
1: an AHL All-Star, but no. he started slow. No. He got really hot towards the end. No. I, I don't... I think with Thatcher, like... Every, he, I think it's
0: a confidence thing with him.
1: 100, but it's a confidence thing with every goalie. Yeah, that's what being a goalie is all about. <laughs> you know, that's why we got the the world's largest goaltender who looks the smallest in the net with Anders Nielsen. The guy isn't confident. But you know what? You chose that position, and if you're gonna be fucked in the head, get the hell out of the net. I find Give like it to somebody st- else. I find
0: like for some somehow every deflection gets past him. Every deflection. Dude, d-
1: Every deflection, the guy gets can't make a, guy. a glove save without kicking out a rebound. I don't even know how you rebound off a glove. Yeah. It's a glove. The puck goes in the glove. It shouldn't come out.
0: Nope.
1: There was a save last night. I think it was on the the fifth or sixth goal where he was like, he had it. He had it in his hand, and then it just bloop out of the glove. They got scored on, and I'm just like, man, I I'm not gonna like almost even bother with the game if he's in net. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's
0: well. That's it, what it was like all last year. Whenever he was in ridiculous. that, it's um, So yeah, let's, let's let's get into a little bit more holistic view here. Uh, <laughs> one one and five in preseason so far. One game left to go versus Arizona on Saturday. The Canucks so far have been outscored twenty seven to ten. Um, are you less impressed? Well, I don't know if that's the right word. Are you? Uh, are you more worried going into this year you were than than you were going into preseason?
1: No, I'm not. I'm You're actually still like I'm still optimistic about it because I think the goals are going to come. I think preseasons a lot of preseason is to get the rust out. I think the offense will eventually click. I think with our skilled young guys, they're forcing too many things. You know, like Patterson's trying to pass cross ice to Besser. Besser's trying to reciprocate that back to set this power play up. I think once instinct kicks in and you're in an actual real game that counts for something, those guys are going to start ripping it up offensively. I, I don't think they're going to be like, you know, top of the league in, in offensive numbers or anything like that, but they're going to do enough to keep us in a lot of games. You know, the 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 things that I'm worried about the most are obviously the D, D number one, and then, and then goaltending. But I don't think the Canucks are going to be Uh, an easy out every game and especially with that bottom six like it doesn't
0: worry you that this team uh the only game they won was against a split squad la kings team
1: it's preseason man that's the thing is like it's preseason and and you know your your bottom six guys
0: yeah but this team should be like every single player should be desperate trying to make a trying to make a Impression, right? Well, that's
1: what they say, but that's not the case because there's guys who are just gonna make this team, and there's guys who just automatically aren't. Louis Erickson doesn't have to worry because Louis Erickson's gonna make the team. Anders Nilsson doesn't have to worry. Thirty-six million dollars for some reason. Yeah, right. Well, not we, not you and I. No, I'm not. But (laughs) the Canucks decided to pay him thirty-six million dollars. You're paying him when you go to a Canucks game. You're paying him when you go to a Canucks game. I know. (laughs) Oh, don't even. uh. Anyway, I I do. I am optimistic about that bottom six, probably more so than anything, because I think they're going to be a piece of business in their own end to deal with. We're going to see a lot more grinding. We're going to see a lot more physical play from them. And that's not very indicative in the preseason, right? Guys aren't really going at it hard in the corners as much to try and pull pucks out and, and to you know get a name for themselves, because at the end of the day, who wants to get hurt in the preseason? Nobody.
0: Okay, yeah. I uh, I think the best addition, one of the best additions in the offseason uh, via free agency was, was uh, Jay Beagle. Nobody likes his contract, but he's going to help this team
1: yeah, a lot. I, I, I don't mind the contract. I just don't like the term.
0: Yeah. Well, whatever. Right? You yeah. don't like the t- Well, that's part of the contract. Yeah. That's the contract. Well, the,
1: what they're paying him, I don't yeah. mind what they're paying him. I just don't like how. Yeah, long he got a four-year
0: contract. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Yada, he, yada, but he's going to be on this team. He's going to be on this team, and he's going to be able to help this team. Uh, I think uh, he's going to be good really be good thought. in the face-off. He's going to be really good in the face-off circle. He's going to be able to kill penalties. Oh. He is. He's uh, he's going to help this Dude, team. Dude, so.
1: Beagle had the nicest goal. Of the, the nicest. He didn't score it. He set it up. He set up the nicest goal of the playoffs last year. It was, he went in on, it was against the Knights, he went in on a four check, I forget what D-man it was, it might have been McNabb, and he just absolutely blasted him into the wall, got the puck on his stick, threw it out into the slot, and then Devonde Smith-Pelly banged it home, it was just like, textbook four check, like, when I saw it, I'm just like, man, that is so nice, it's so nice to see that type of hockey, like, still be played, and, and watch those fourth line guys, fourth line, third line guys, bang, to Try and get one, and the Canucks need that they need that grit and they need that ability to bang and be harder to play against 100%. And that's why I don't mind those pickups.
0: Yeah, um, are you going to be comfortable with going into the season seeing this team trying really hard every night and a couple of good things happen, but they lose the game? That's I think that's what's going to happen almost uh 70% of the time. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's like, what's going to happen. You got
1: guys like Horvat. I mean, Horvat's not a, a young guy anymore. but I,
0: I, I personally think Horvat's going to have a monster year. He's probably my favorite Kanak to have a big year this year.
1: Yeah, I think Horvat, Besser, Patterson, they're all going to do really well. I think if they can figure out, man, that line last year of we didn't get a long look at it, but that line of Horvat, Besser, and Leipzig, I really like that line. And I would like to see them give that line another look. I thought Leipzig added a dimension. To don't
0: that worry, line Kirby. They're going to where... give every line a look. Uh,
1: sure. I, I, I just think he added a dimension to that line that Barchi doesn't have, and that's not a knock on Barchi. He's a great goal scorer. He's a smart player, and all those types of things. But I think him and Pedersen gel a little bit better than a guy like Leipzig and Pedersen. Dude, I don't
0: think we have to worry about giving lines chances because we're going to see everything. He, good. Coach Travis is going to be. Travis Green is going to be uh, like looking through his—he's going to be like an NFL coach looking at all the plays. That's what he's going to be doing oh, all year yeah, long. I mean,
1: they're going to have to make some cuts, you know, and not just not just young guys. They're going to have to cut some vets, like a guy like Sam Gagner. Like, where the hell is that guy going to fit? That guy doesn't fit in your bottom six. Yeah. It's just we'll see. I mean, you like depth, but at the same time, you think a guy like that's going to go to Utica? Probably not. If you put them on waivers, is he going to get claimed? Probably.
0: You think, you think Gagne would get claimed? Yeah.
1: I, is that necessary? Maybe the Chicago Blackhawks would claim him. Is that a bad thing?
0: <laughs> no. No. I don't think I it's don't a bad think thing it either. Is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so far, we figured out in this Canucks uh, podcast so far that Anders Nielsen sucks. Louis Erickson <laughs> is the worst. Uh, the Canucks open the season next week with a home and home against the Calgary Flames. The first game <laughs> is next Wednesday. The Canucks host the Flames. Excuse me. Uh, so yeah we'll uh, we'll definitely be talking a lot more of Vancouver Canucks uh, here on between the scammers
1: well, <clears throat> let's not just focus on the negative here there are some positives to look forward to and I Caleb you know that recap was a little rough what hey, I'm saying it Nielsen sucks Louis brutal they're both frustrating to watch
0: hey you're the one who I'll said leave it, it at not that. me
1: I'll leave it at that
0: okay we're trying to get clicks, okay? I gotta Ugh. say something. Hot take. Those aren't hot takes. Everybody knows those two guys suck. Yeah, those aren't takes. Um so well, they're takes are not hot. Or takes. Yeah, we're moving on. Uh NFL, it is week four in the NFL. We're coming off of week three, which was fucking insane. Like
1: dun, 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 dun,
0: dun. Get the creative team on it.
1: Dun 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 uh, We're dun, gonna dun.
0: We're gonna quickly go through uh uh, week four matchups. Uh, we're gonna ask. I'm gonna ask you for your lock of the week. Hey, are we keeping score here
1: uh, between you and I?
0: We could do that. Who we're picking? We could do that. All right. All right. Um, well, let's pumped, let's let's way. go through the let's go through this week um, just really quickly. I'll, uh, I'll I'll give you the matchup. You say what side you like. Okay. So the Thursday night game,
1: Minnesota Vikings at the LA Rams. You got to tell me who you want to. I want to hear your opinions on this because let's be honest you're probably a bigger football fan than i am we're
0: close you know what this is the nfl though it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what you or i think because uh something ridiculous is going to happen dude you call yourself the sports prophet you're not going to give me picks let's stop i I don't uh i never call myself the sports come on (laughs) we're we're okay yeah i'll give you i'll give you my pick for sure okay Okay, i just want i just want real quickly what you want okay
1: so the minnesota vikings at the la rams thursday night game i think the vikings are gonna win I think they're looking at this game, and that's why Buffalo beat them last week. I think they're prepared for it. I think they're going to take it.
0: Unbelievable. I absolutely agree. Vikings are a seven-point underdog in this game. Wow. Minnesota Vikings. Uh, that's that's crazy. The LA Rams look like they're the best team in the NFL. I mean, they have it Jeez. on defense. They have it on offense. Uh, the Chiefs don't have a defense. We're, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, okay. So uh, the first game on the skid, uh, the one o'clock games here, we have the New York Jets at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Pretty clear. I'm going with the Jags on this one. You?
1: Yeah, I'll go with the Jags.
0: I mean, the Jags are coming off that loss last week you- To uh, Tennessee, like what in the fuck? That was a letdown after beating the Patriots. That's what that was.
1: You know what's so funny about that division is at the beginning of the season, I was thinking, I'm like, oh, the AFC, AFC South's gonna be stronger this year. No, never. They haven't, they haven't proven anything. That entire division. Uh, Jacksonville,
0: a seven and a half point favorite. Uh, That's pretty. I think that's fine. Uh, Dolphins at Patriots. Patriots coming off two straight losses. The Dolphins are 3-0 and heading into this matchup. Let's hear the homer pick. Come on now. What do you got? Uh, well, the Patriots are going to win this game. I think it's pretty clear. These are the type of games that the Patriots win. Art
1: Aronson win. is the hugest Patriot homer I've ever met. That's half the reason why we went to Boston and wasted $500 a ticket you go watch Tom Brady run around the field, That was a waste. like a little schoolgirl. That
0: was like the greatest moment in sports history. <laughs> Tom Brady coming out of the tunnel in Foxborough to the dude, thousands of
1: delighted fans. The fanfare he gets is insane. He comes out to Jay Z. It's like allow me to reintroduce myself, and then he runs out of the tunnel, and people lose their shit. Yeah, yep. it is hilarious. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, in sports, it's so funny. Yeah,
0: it was uh, it was a uh, it was a wrestling entrance for a football flyer. That's what it's it was. That's
1: exactly what it was. <laughs> That's, That's a was. really good take on <laughs> That's that. That's what
0: it was. Yeah. Um,
1: but I agree with you. I think the Patriots are going to beat the Dolphins. I don't think the Dolphins. Are- are a 3 and 0 team really at the end of the day. I think they've been lucky.
0: How are they 3 and 0? So they beat the uh, the Raiders last uh, last week, which yeah. they probably shouldn't have won. Oh. They were trailing in the fourth quarter. Uh, they beat the uh let's see here. I have it. Uh, trust me. Uh yeah, they beat the New York Jets 20 to 12. That's the Jets huge letdown after they mm-hmm. beat the uh, Detroit Lions. Uh, and they beat uh, Tennessee the first week when uh, Marcus Mariota got yeah, hurt that, 27-20. That strong
1: AFC South division yeah, yeah. that I'm talking about. Not
0: good. <laughs> not not good. Um okay, so we're we're fucking, we're in agreement here. So we got Eagles versus Titans. Uh, who do you like on this Eagles one? Eagles all day. Yeah, I. It sounds like Marcus Mariota is ready to play, but the guy can still can't still can't throw. Carson Wentz didn't look great last week, but they'll find a way to get this done. Uh, Texans at Colts. This is one of the more interesting ones, as uh, the Texans haven't won a game yet this year. Neither of the Colts.
1: Colts have won a game.
0: Did they win? Oh yeah. Oh wait, they beat the ba- Did they beat the Bengals? Yeah okay that's my mistake sorry I, I I wanted them to be winless because I hate the Indianapolis Colts Colt's just a one and a half point favorite at home so that's like a pick 'em. uh Houston we saw Houston and Foxboro they we were I, I remember thinking like this team why are they not that they don't they didn't look that good they they almost came back in that first in the second half too uh but then I watched them last week and the week before and uh, I wasn't overly impressed with the Houston Texans
1: Dude, I think the Colts are gonna win this one and that's not just because I'm a bit of a Colts homer which I am. But I'm willing to admit the AFC cell sucks, mm-hmm. which it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but last week, man, the Colts were playing the Eagles, and they were in that game. They were in that game the whole time. Yep. Except for the final play when uh, Brissett came out and they threw the Hail Mary, which is scary if you're an Andrew Luck fan because it shows that the shoulder clearly isn't ready to throw the long Dart, and who knows if it's ever going to come back.
0: Or it could be, like, Jacoby Brissett has a huge arm, which he does.
1: Yeah, he well, yeah, he's got a yeah. massive arm. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm, I'm still a little worried about Andrew, but I... I I think the Colts are gonna beat the Texans. Their the lack of a, at, I think they're at home and they've been in every game they've played.
0: Yeah, their lack of a running game I think really hurts. I think the offensive line's better, but it's 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 still not where it needs to be uh, to protect Luck. and they play timid. The team plays timid offensively because they want to protect Andrew Luck. So who
1: are you going with then?
0: Uh, I'm taking the Texans. The only reason I'm taking the Texans is because they're due.
1: We have a disagreement.
0: I think Deshaun Watson is good enough to win this game by himself.
1: I almost want a lock of the week this now, just to spite you. <laughs>
0: That's going to be your lock of the week. I'm not going to lock we'll, we'll get to your lock of the week right. in a second. Uh, we got the Buffalo B- Bills, the surprising Buffalo Bills, who won 27-6 to over the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota last week. This time they go to uh, Lambo. They take on the Packers. The Packers coming off a loss to the Washington Redskins. Uh, they were thoroughly dominated in that game. Who do you like uh, Packers' bills here? Josh Allen, looking like he might be a quarterback in this league.
1: I'm gonna take Aaron Rodgers in the pack, even with the knee brace. Does it's Aaron
0: Rodgers have a knee problem? I didn't it's hear not, I didn't hear I that. No,
1: we haven't heard anything about no, that. We hey? haven't, yeah. Um yeah, I think I think the Packers will win. They're at Lambeau. I yeah, think home field advantage plays big for them there.
0: They should be almost a double-digit favorite in this yeah. game. And, uh, yeah, they're a 10-point favorite. Look at that. The sports go, profit hurt. strikes again.
1: Oh Wait, I, I didn't, didn't call myself. Call no, call no, 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 I don't know what
0: you're talking profit. about. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to say that. <laughs> uh, another interesting game, the Detroit Lions, who absolutely dominated the Patriots on Sunday night football last week. They're in jerry world to take on the dallas cowboys cowboys coming off that disappointing loss in the pacific northwest here against the seattle the seattle seahawks uh what do you like uh, cowboys uh, one and two to start the year uh lions also one and two
1: i think the cowboys are a shit team and i know that'll piss off like cowboys fans everywhere There's but honestly like <laughs> Dak prescott isn't good enough to drive that team offensively. He's just not.
0: Not with the not with the offensive weapons he has around I, I,
1: I think the Lions are going to take that game. Really? Yeah,
0: I do. I think I'm going to go Lions on this one, too. Oh! I know. Yeah, I've, I've thought about this for a long time. I think a lot of people want to take the Cowboys. Uh, I think the Lions... Uh, I think Matthew Stafford's good enough to win this game by himself.
1: Yeah, and, I agree. And
0: uh, that might be the only difference. That's the only reason why I took... Uh, Houston to beat Indianapolis because I thought that uh, uh, Watson was good enough to win that what game us so. a
1: couple guys agreeing on NFL football ladies and gentlemen this is very rare this won't happen again <clears throat> trust me
0: uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming off the loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers on the Monday night game they're in Chicago to take on the Bears the Bears coming uh, off that uh, come from behind victory over the Arizona Cardinals uh, who do you like in this one? Dude,
1: that's such a tough test for the Buccaneers. I, I don't think they have a hope in this game. I think the Bears are going to walk them.
0: I think the Bears are definitely the best, uh, the better defensive team here. Box though, man, I'm, uh, the big question mark is who's going to start the game. Jameis Winston, who's coming off of uh, a suspension. He's eligible to play in this game. Or are they going
1: with Ryan Fitzmagic? Dude, <clears throat> if you start Winston and he lays an egg... That's it. Yeah. You know, like I would probably put in Fitzy just to avoid that from happening. Let Fitzy lose the job to Winston rather than give Winston the, the comeback right away and watch him lay an egg. I, I, I just think like management has to go that route or else you could lose Winston. Um,
0: uh, the Chicago bears, a three point favorite, uh, in this game, clearly because they're at soldier Field. Uh, you I like the bears, be you like the bears, uh I that could be your lock of the week right there. No, uh awesome. we got uh, the next game on the schedule. We got the uh Cincinnati Bengals uh, going up against the Atlanta Falcons uh the, the Bengals uh they lost last week uh against uh I had it here. Sorry i know this game because uh, aj green got hurt in the first half they played against carolina last week that was my lock of the week i I loved carolina to come back because carolina was coming off a loss and there's they're a different team when they're at home than when they're on the road and they uh they came back and won that game sounds like aj green's good to go for this game uh so the Bengals in atlanta atlanta coming off that like fucking thrilling New Orleans Saints uh, NFC South matchup. Those games are incredible. I feel like every time Atlanta and New Orleans play, uh, it's it's a shootout. It is. Yep. And the Saints came from behind and were able to win that one in overtime. Uh, who do you like here, Atlanta or or uh, Cincinnati? This is. I don't know if it's a layup. I think a lot of people are going to take the Falcons. The Falcons uh, will be the favorites in this game. Uh, where, where, where are you headed on this? I game? think
1: it is. <clears throat> sorry, I think it is a bit of a coin flip, but I'm taking the Falcons, and a big part of that is is because they are at home.
0: Um, I also like the Falcons. The Falcons are a five-point favorite. Uh, I think Andy Dalton has been good. He's been really good, uh, and that, their running game's a bit of a problem, a bit of a mystery. Uh, but as uh, I think it's AJ Green on offense or nothing, and uh, the the, Fal- the Falcons have enough to counter him. Um, Seahawks at Cardinals, uh, NFC West matchup here. The Cardinals coming off a loss at home. Uh, Josh Rosen. Gonna be starting his first NFL game, I'm pretty sure. In this one, uh, going against Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Seahawks coming uh, off the win over the Dallas Cowboys at home last week. Who do you like in this one? C.
1: You gonna finish it? No, I won't. You won't finish it. I won't.
0: You refuse. I hate the Seahawks. I won't do it. C. The 12s. Ha Are you one of the 12s?
1: I'm going for. I'm going for the Seahawks. I'm not one of the 12s, but uh, I'm going for the Seahawks over the Cardinals. Cardinals have shown me nothing so far this year.
0: No, they haven't shown me anything at all, but I think that uh, if they're going to win a game, they could win this game. I, the Seahawks really, they're nothing special either. So you're taking the cards and, then? And Seahawks on the road, don't like them at all. You're Cardinals, the cards. Cardinals will always play them tough. This is a divisional matchup. Josh Rosen showed me enough last game that I think he could at least keep them in this game. And if it's close, maybe they win on a field goal.
1: We have a disagreement, yep. and I love it. Yep. He's going with the cards.
0: Yeah, I like the cards on this one. I think they're due. <laughs> I might
1: lock it. No, uh, I'm not
0: gonna lock it. <laughs> uh, what we'll do is we'll each put in a lock of the week, and then we'll we'll kind of go. We'll, We're we'll gonna keep have the that. same
1: lock of the week.
0: Uh, no, no, we'll we'll do we'll choose a different one just okay. for that. We'll choose different different ones just for that. Okay. Uh, okay. Browns at Raiders. The Cleveland Browns coming off their first victory in 465 days free beer for everybody in Cleveland
1: uh, what Dude, a Thursday okay, night game that off, was did you see that guy Baker did Mayfield see no well yeah Baker Mayfield's an absolute stud but did you see that Cleveland Browns fan who was like cheering on his couch he stone colds two beers at the same time no. claps him above his head starts chugging him he was he doing the stone cold Steve Austin his couch lands on a table He rolls off the table, and he's got blood just pouring out of his mouth. Oh, my God. Dude, the Browns fans, like, if they keep winning, there's going to be a lot of dead Browns fans because they don't even know how to win. This is what I'm a little bit worried about this game. Like,
0: is there a letdown coming? I mean, it was like they won the Super Bowl that Thursday night game.
1: Absolutely. I think the Raiders are going to win this because the Raiders, they haven't been able to close out games, but they've been in every single game they've played. They've had the lead in every single game they've played.
0: I'll tell you, though, Baker Mayfield, he gives this offense a whole different dimension. The Browns are a different team with him at quarterback. I like that. This is an interesting game to me because I think the Raiders can't finish off games because uh, Gruden, I don't believe in him, and I don't think the troops believe in him. Really? I don't have a
1: problem with Gruden's play calling at all. That's not my problem, I think a guy like Cooper just needs to catch some goddamn balls.
0: Cooper's awful. Amari Cooper, I can't believe how bad he is. Uh, he was the reason he lo- they lost last game. I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he was. He was, and that that pains me to say because I'm a Crimson Tide guy. I'm on the I'm on the Alabama train because yeah, you know course you I go I go
1: for the the teams that win right. The sports basic bitch. <laughs> hey, I don't like the New York Yankees. What are you talking about? That's true. That's that's the one your one saving grace. That and the Canucks. Yeah, I like the Canucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, no sports bitch there. Uh, you like the Raiders? Uh, I I I Do like it. take I, the Browns. I, Do it. Do it. It's hard to go against Baker Mayfield, uh, but I my first instinct was the Raiders on this one. Oh, geez. Because um, I do think they're due. This is a note last week. The Raiders were the only O and 2 team that didn't win last week. So, uh, you know, this could be... That didn't win? Yeah.
1: That's yeah. not right. Yeah, that's right. The only O and 2 team that didn't win? Yeah. What about the Texans?
0: Oh, they're, sorry, the Texans. Yeah, they're the yeah. other team. Okay, my bad, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but every other zero and two team won, besides okay. those two teams. Okay. Like the uh, the uh, like the Detroit Lions won. Yeah. And uh, so did the the Browns. Uh-huh. And um, so did the uh, who were the team? The Texans. Uh, not the Texans playing. The uh, what calls them? The, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. The B- the Bills. With the other team, and uh, I'm having a brain block on this one. Uh, we'll circle back around to it. Uh, let's uh, get going oh, here. Oh, Steelers! Yeah, Steelers. Yeah, that's there it. You go. Yeah, uh, the Saints and the Giants.
1: Oh, Saints! You know what? The Giants are probably going to win this game because every time I pick against the Giants, they win, and every time I pick the Giants to win, they lose. And this has been happening to me happening to me for three straight seasons now. And yeah. Pisses me off. I
0: don't like them either. I've always lost to them. Tom Brady has always lost to them. Why not? Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it stay the same in yeah. uh, pick them?
1: Hey, Giants!
0: <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> and you know why I? You know why I pick wrong on them because I give them too much respect.
1: That's what I do too. That's what it is. And I think I think a big part of that too is you, you hear it from guys, the talking heads at ESPN out of New York, and they give the Giants too much respect too, and it yeah. always screws me. and messes with my head, yeah. and I can't stand it. Um the Sunday night game
0: uh AFC North matchup the Baltimore Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the Ravens are the better team, but this game is in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know what? I'm probably going to go with the Ravens on this one. Yeah? Yeah.
1: I'm going to go with the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, and, uh, oh, we did skip one game. 49ers, San Francisco 49ers at the LA Chargers. Who cares? The 49ers lost Jimmy Garoppolo. The Chargers are clearly the better team. Chargers by a million.
1: This is the lock of the week. <laughs> yeah. This is my lock of the week. Was <laughs> ten, this going to be your lock of the week? <laughs>
0: well, they're a 10.5 point favorite. Yeah. They're going to win this game, and it's yeah. not, it's, it it's won't not even be close. It's not going to be a contest. Yeah, it's not going to be yeah. close. Uh, the Monday night game uh, is an interesting as well one as well. The Kansas City Chiefs featuring God. Patrick Mahomes versus uh, the Denver Broncos. Uh, Patrick Mahomes—he's already won the MVP trophy.
1: He pretty much already has already won the MVP trophy. I got a
0: question for you. Why are we doing this podcast in the dark? There really needs to be no reason I'll for tell it. You why?
1: Because why? we turn on a light, we're getting some more buzzing. I don't want to hear any more buzzing through this audio. Oh, okay. I'm gonna. I, I, it's, we got to get this good audio going here. Okay. Okay. Right. We gotta. We gotta do it for the listeners. Do it for the listeners. Dude, Chiefs all day Chiefs all day Chiefs all day They're a five point favorite I said Vegas loves them I said That I think the Chiefs Are the best team in the NFL And I'm sticking to that Mm.
0: They have the best offense In the NFL I don't like their defense
1: I I don't think it's bad at all I think it's a very Competent defense
0: No I don't I don't like their defense Uh, I think they give up An enormous amount of points Um and I think that uh, this is the first game that they're really playing like a, a, a team that's good on both sides of the ball.
1: Okay, so are you taking the Chiefs or the Broncos?
0: I'm taking the Broncos.
1: Are you? And I think everybody's taking the Chiefs nah, in this matchup. You're going to get licked on this one. No, I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, think you are. I don't think so. It's this awesome. is a Monday night, night game. Dude, I'm glad you're taking the Broncos. This is a Monday night so game. So next time we do this podcast, I can rub this in your face. Can, I cannot can wait.
0: I, can I read off the amount of points that the uh, the Chiefs have given up?
1: 20, 28,
0: 37, and 27.
1: I'm not worried. We have God. Pat-
0: Patrick Mahomes is due for a letdown. I'll say that right now. The Chiefs are due for a letdown.
1: I, they're fine. They're due for a letdown. They're fine. They're, they're winning.
0: Due. I'm taking five points with the home team here on Monday night. Five points on a competent team. This could be my lock of the week.
1: Are you going to do it? No.
0: Uh, what are you locking Against in?
1: the spread. What are you locking against in? Against the spread. Oh, no. What are you locking in? The
0: Patriots are my lock of the week. Against the
1: Dolphins? Yeah. The Homer
0: lock. No, and I just I just think that uh you know what? Fine. Fine. You call me a homer. I'm gonna put two locks this week. How about we have more than we can have more than one lock? I'm gonna go with two locks okay, this week. Let's, okay, let's do
1: two dos lockeros.
0: Yeah. Okay. Dos lockeros. Green Bay Packers, New England Patriots. Clear. I think both teams are gonna cover,
1: too. Both teams will cover most boring locks I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'll take the Bears and Buccaneers, another boring lock, and Chargers and 49. So you take the Bears yeah, both, and you we're take we're the both Chargers. Muffins. All Those are, are
0: muffin are, locks. All,
1: all of our locks are pretty muffiny. uh locks.
0: surprise underdog win. Give you give us a surprise underdog win this week. Vikings. I think the uh the 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 Broncos surprise underdog win this Interesting. week. Interesting. Yeah, okay. They're my surprise underdog win. Uh also Cardinals, because people still Think that the uh, the Seahawks are like See. like a really good team? They're not. They're not at all. They're not. Yeah, and they're and, I, and on the road, they're not good. I,
1: do, I don't think people think yeah. that anymore. But the Cardinals, I believe, are worse.
0: I think they give Russell Wilson so much respect, and they should. But that's really like it's him and Earl Thomas are the only right. two things keeping this. game. All right. team we going.
1: They, they heard our picks. What okay. are we doing? What's next? Okay,
0: um, let's move on. We're done with the NFL. We're gonna get into this. Is weird. We should have gone. We should have stayed with hockey. Uh, but That's gonna...
1: what an editing software is for, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't right, know how do to Do a edit. nice clean segue. How am I
0: the producer here? Uh, so the very prestigious list came out this week. The TSN, that is the uh, Canada's version of ESPN, the way worse version of ESPN, gave their hockey uh, top 50 projected players for the 2018-19 season. We're only a week away from this season. Uh, can you guess who the number one player on this list is well,
1: it's not a guess <laughs> it's,
0: it was the same as last year Connor, Connor mcdavid David. i'm asking the listener to guess kirby oh, Jeez. God. sorry sorry Jeez. i know back. you don't have to guess you have All the off. list in front All of back. you All you have the list in front of you uh last year it was close actually between uh, n- number one and number two this year it wasn't even close uh sydney crosby's number two but from what i heard uh Connor mcdavid took like 25 of 27 votes first yeah. place votes can i ask you, you a agree question? with that
1: are we gonna go through this entire list?
0: No, that's it. I just wanted to talk about the top two guys. Okay. I'm just kidding. Can There's we, a couple other guys. Can I we talk go to
1: through it. this list and say who we believe should be higher, and also who we think shouldn't even be on this list at all? Uh, sure. Because I, I have a couple minor nitpicks with this list.
0: Oh, I have I have some huge nitpicks. Well, with let's this hear list.
1: your huge ones, and then I'll get to my minor ones.
0: Okay. Um. Well. My biggest problem is uh, Austin Matthews being at 8. Mm-hmm. I would put Austin Matthews at like
1: 20. 20? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't put him that low. Yeah. But uh I think it's an absolute crime that Taylor Hall's behind him.
0: Uh yeah, also Mark, Mark Shifley. I I think I mean, I'm I'm taking Dude, Mark Shifley, Shifley over is over Austin insanely Matthews. Underrated. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking with you on that. I'm taking him over Austin Matthews yeah. any day of the week. Um, I think Drew Doughty's a better player too. I don't even like Drew Doughty, but I think he's clearly a better player than Austin Matthews. Um, I'll also take on Zay Kopitar over him, and I'll take uh, Brad Marchand, and uh, even even Claude Giroux, I'd take over him too. Good call. Yeah, I think I all those guys are a, lower. I yeah. don't
1: really have a problem with any of those. No, I don't have a problem with any of those.
0: Those guys are all like in the eleven to twenty range, where Austin Matthews sits at eight somehow how is he at eight it's because he wears a toronto maple leaf jersey that's why. the only reason yeah. right yeah uh are there any other Leafs on this list oh john tavares at 16 that's fine i have no problem with that
1: it's gonna be funny by the end of this season of who is gonna put up more between austin matthews and john tavares i wouldn't be surprised if tavares Out puts up him. more yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah when, I mean,
0: this is the first time in his well, not the first time in his career, but first time in a little while where he's actually been with some guys who could put the puck in the net around him.
1: You know what? You know what else is it's a minor nitpick with this list. Matthew Barzell below uh Jack Eichel. Yeah. I think Barzell's gonna have a better season. Uh Roman Jack Eichel to me, he hasn't he hasn't proven himself yet.
0: Yeah, I don't like Roman Yossi underneath PK Suban or uh or, That's power play. I don't like that. Um yeah. I think I think Roman Yossi's maybe the third or fourth best defenseman in the uh the NHL. Like he's right there with Brent Burns and uh Eric Carlson, I think. Drew Yeah, I, I think, Those guys I, are all like I really think, close. I think Yossi's up there as well. Yeah, you're yeah. I think you're splitting hairs with that. Yeah. Um Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan, twenty four,
1: twenty seven. I'm okay with that. I think a guy like Sean Couturier being on this list and Brock Besser not being on this list is complete shit. I do. I uh, I, I don't get it. I is, like. I know that. Well, who would they?
0: Who would you rather have them in there over there?
1: I think Besser should be on this list and Couturier should be off this list.
0: Okay. what about Mitchell Marner at forty five? <laughs>
1: I think Mitch Marner is going to play well this season because of who he has around.
0: Yeah. And it's, this is a projection. Dude, you got to remember Miko that. Miko
1: Rantanen at 47 and Mitch Marner at 45. Rantanen should be higher. Yeah. That line was arguably the best in hockey last year, Yeah, you know, and they're not getting the buzz for it because it's Colorado
0: guys who were in the top 50 last year, not in it. Uh, mainstays. Carey Price drops out. So does uh, Jonathan Taves. Two guys that are usually in the top 50. Both have dropped out. Do you see bounce back years for either of those guys?
1: Taves. And who's the other one? Price? Yeah, Carry Price. I think Price is going to have a rough ride. Yeah. Um, Taves <laughs> could, guy. depending on who he plays with.
0: Yeah, I think he's getting a lot of time with Saad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a
1: bit of an experiment though, right? And yeah. that didn't exactly work out for him. Yeah. I mean, is Cam Atkinson on this list?
0: No, he's not on the top fifty. No,
1: that to me is you know like I think Atkinson will probably have a better year than Connor Dave's.
0: Hellebach at forty-four. Whatever. I don't anyway. know. I don't really love these kind of lists, but I thought it was interesting just to just to just to go over it a little bit. Who's uh, who's is Connor McDavid the number one player? Or can we still go back to that? Are you gonna go ahead and say that Connor McDavid is that much better than Sidney Crosby?
1: No, he's not that much better. But right. I think I don't have a problem with him being number one. No. Oh, this list has Sasha Barkov. That's. Uh, Who that's, the hell is Sasha Barkov?
0: That's uh, Alexander Barkov. Right? right? Yeah. 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 Sasha? Yeah, that's weird. Maybe that's he together, did he, did, Or did he change his name? Is that like his given name? Russian given name or something? He's Finnish. Or Finnish given yeah. name or something? So. Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, David Pasternak at twenty nine. That's interesting.
1: Dude, that was a great line too last year. Yeah. Pasternak and Bergeron and Oh, Marchand, Seth Jones marking at a third.
0: You hear about Seth Jones? It's out for like a long time.
1: That's not good. Yeah, that's, that's not good for Columbus.
0: That, that at all. hurts Columbus a lot.
1: Dude, Columbus is a weird duck. I mean, like they got torts coaching him and then there's like a lot of you know, rumblings about guys not happy there, right? Like our Panarin doesn't sound like he wants to re sign at all.
0: Well, it's John Tortorella, right? I know some people can I, handle him, some just, people can't. It
1: just seems like, like if if I was to you know bet that they're a team that's gonna kind of fall out again, I I would I I would go with that. Yeah, that that could very well be the case with them.
0: Okay, a couple of young players. Who do you think jumps can jump into this top fifty? That's not here. That's, that's not missing. Well, Besser's
1: yeah. not in the 50, and He should be.
0: Uh, he had uh, he was almost a point per game yeah. player. Yeah. Uh, when he was playing, I, he had 20, what is it, 20, 29 goals? Yeah. 29 goals in 50 uh, something games, 57 games or something like that. He's a guy that could definitely jump into there if he has the same year, right?
1: Yeah. I I mean, uh, like both of those Canucks, Besser and Petterson, I think could easily jump into this. I phase. think
0: Horvat could jump into this as well, man. I yeah. really believe that he's going to have the best year of any Canuck. I believe that. Hmm. And and that's no disrespect to Besser and uh, Pedersen. But I think Horvat is the straw that stirs
1: the drink on he's, this team. He's and he's not, gonna he's gonna show it this year, man. He's not a young guy. Yeah. But James Neal is not getting any respect by not being on this list.
0: Uh he's playing on the Calgary Flames yeah. this year. That's interesting. He,
1: he should be on this list. Really? He will be a good player on that team. That team is like the class of the Pacific is the Sharks now and the Knights. But if I was to say the, the third team that's going to lock up that third spot, I think it's the Flames. I think top to bottom, they're they're. I don't decent. know.
0: I would put Sean Monahan in this on this list before I would put James Neal. I think I think James Neal is a good player, but I would probably put Sean Monahan. I, I think, I think they should both, yeah, you
1: know, arguably be on here. Good Goudreau being on this list is is a good get for sure at number thirty one. But I, I think they're going to do some damage, man. Especially with what they did. Like they fleeced Carolina on that team. I'll
0: be honest with you though. I think I know how Goudreau is at thirty one. I think Sean Monahan's a better player. I would take Sean Monahan over him.
1: I would. I think Goudreau has a little more flash, but Sean Monahan is, is really, really solid. Dude, like I said, I, I think them getting Lindholm <laughs> that makes them a way better team. Why is Jack
0: Eichel thirty three on this? What has, he done? What, has he done? what has he done? What has he done? What has he done to
1: deserve that? Yeah, he like he was, he's a big name. Yeah that's it yeah that's it
0: yeah i agree uh, another guy i think could jump into this list nolan patrick i think i loved the way he finished last year and i could see him jump up into this is uh, nico this
1: is nico here is nico a good player as well He's here. Sure? No, no, no i don't
0: think so no yeah well we'll see yeah all right there's uh our list of uh the top 50 players so we're not gonna put out
1: I like Sebastian uh, Ajo too actually I think he has a decent chance of jumping into this list oh, I mean, Carolina's got some out. stuff to be excited about with him that's about it there well Terra that's too. it that's it that, that, that team's gonna be, be like the
0: worst team in the league
1: they will be one of them
0: they'll be bad him I and think Dougie the, I Hamilton think the Red Wings are gonna be the worst Doug, team in the league yeah the Red Wings aren't gonna be good yeah there's no doubt about that all right thanks for listening to uh, between the stammers uh, Kirby where can we find you
1: you can find me at Curbman23. Wow! On Twitter,
0: Curbman23. Lots of good stuff, especially when the Canucks games are on. Uh, we're gonna have a segment called Kirby Tweets about the Canucks. Uh, it's, it's it's a little passionate. It's gonna be great. We're it's gonna be one of the best parts of Between the Stammers uh, podcast. So look forward to that. Um, and yeah, next time we come at you, the Canucks uh, will probably played the uh, their first couple of games or at least one of their games. Um, so yeah, we will hopefully make this uh, a weekly thing. So. Thanks for listening. Adios.